the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday Eve. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It is also, this is our public service announcement for you people out there. It is Valentine's Day Eve, okay? If you have forgotten about it, then you need to remember, put it on your little Google calendar. Don't think you can be waiting until tomorrow night at 5 p.m. to leave after work because there's never any cards left. And ladies always know when you've picked up the last bouquet of roses left at the Vons, okay? Because they're all dried around the edges. And you bought the sad little last card that was left. Women always know. That is the public service announcement from tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys with me. 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. I'm on Instagram at Andrea K. Show. We are streaming live on Facebook right now on the Facebook page of TheAnswerSanDiego.com. And you can join our Facebook group there as well. It's called the Caniacs. K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. Because we're like maniacs. Me and all my friends are. And you know who's also kind of a maniac? It's my buddy. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. Okay, so what if you write a very heart-filled message on the back of a scratcher? Is that is that okay? <laughs> it depends on if the scratcher wins, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, and, and whether or not you got a Powerball ticket to go with it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, what was it we did was it last Friday where you did a thing about the worst Valentine's Day gift somebody ever got? Yeah, there was pretty bad ones. One of them was the photocopied <laughs> Valentine's Day car from the year prior. <laughs> you know what? I got it. I that dude's actually now in contention for hero of the week cuz that's just brilliant any dude who would do that. Cuz you got to think he did it at the time when he bought the car the year ago. He had to have the foresight to go, "You know what? I'm going to whip this whip a copy out of this so that I, you know, don't have to buy a new car the next year." So he was a planner. He was strategic. <laughs> um <clears throat> I'm assuming you're all set. I'm set, ready. All right. I've got a great Valentine. This is the best Valentine's I've ever had in my life. It's not Valentine's Day yet. I'm saying the Valentine's that I will have. Oh, okay. It's the best Valentine's Day Valentine's I've ever had in my life. All right. Um, Well, you know, I don't know that there's that uh, Trump, there's this new thing going around too. I don't know if guys do it with women. We call it the Galentines. If, If a gal doesn't have, you know, a dude for her life, she says, will you be, be my Galentine? You first told me, you told me that last year, yeah. and I thought it meant you guys drank gallons of wine. <laughs> no, 
it's, a gal, like ladies. Yeah, it's like ladies. I don't know if bros do it, like bros and tines or whatever. I, I, I'm trying to segue unsuccessfully here into the fact that I'm beginning to wonder, or people are wondering if there's cracks in the bromance between President Trump and his attorney general. Um, A.G. Barr had done a, a, a magnificent job back after Bob Mueller's report of answering questions before Congress, his press conferences, uh, defend not just defending President Trump, but actually attacking the insanity in many ways, not going as full throttled as, as I would like, but he, the way he handled Congress in response to this Russian investigation and the 10 areas of obstruction was absolutely brilliant. So, you know, everybody's been following the case of Roger Stone, in which I believe it was Monday or Tuesday. Monday, uh, reports came that there, the government meaning the Trump administration Department of Justice was going to recommend seven to nine years for Roger Stone for one lie. How many lies did Hillary Clinton tell? And, and, and that was when she was under oath because when Hillary Clinton was, was interviewed by the FBI on 4th of July weekend in 2016, they didn't even bother to put her under oath, okay? We could sit here and take the entire show talking about all the Democrats that flat out lied before Congress. And not only are they not being, pro- not being given nine years, they're not being prosecuted. In fact, A.G. Barr actually, when charges were recommended for Jim Comey for lying before Congress and leaking classified information, he declared to prosecute. So it's absolutely reasonable that President Trump was outraged by, by the railroading that has been done. This is the kind of stuff that happens in, in, in a communist country where people are railroaded, thrown in jail, hoping that they die in jail simply because of their politics. There's no other explanation for it. His politics, because how else can you explain the fact that all these other Democrats have, have lied many more times and they're walking around getting book deals? Roger Stone getting dragged out of his house at 5 a.m. So A.G. Barr stepped in and said, we're, you know, um, found out about it after the fact. I guess his his handpicked guy, Timothy Shea, allowed himself to be bullied by these Mueller people. Why were they, why, A.G. Barr, have you allowed, knowing that the chief judge of the FISA courts has come out and said that the FISA warrants the, the, of the three or four, the, at least the third and fourth extensions of the FISA warrants were illegal, which means anything and anything that Bob Mueller did in the course of his investigation was illegal because it was based upon that. Why did you have, Bill Barr, any any attorneys left as a part of the Mueller investigation continuing to be a part of any of these lawsuits? Trump tweets out his outrage over this particularly given the fact that we've got Comey and all these these deep state corrupt criminals launching illegal investigations, illegally spying on Americans, weaponizing the, the investigative and law enforcement agencies of the United States to target people for politics. Trump had every right to tweet that out. And then, and then, and then on top of all that, then we find out today that the jury foreman, and yeah, I'm going to call her a foreman, okay? I'm not going to go into this PC stuff. You know, we got to call her a four-person or whatever. No, not even. The foreman of the jury, somebody named Tamika Hart, it was revealed, she revealed that she was the foreman of the Stone jury. Well, um, this same person was has been, was ran, not just a Democrat, seen in pictures with Donna Brazil. She ran for Congress at some point. This was, this wasn't a... 
not just a, an anti-Trump Democrat, but one suffering from Trump derangement syndrome. This is somebody who's so whacked out that she was one of the people that said that Alabama lost to LSU because they cheered for President Trump when he entered the stadium. I mean, that's the level of insanity. Remember, I, we even talked about that on the show, that when you're literally thinking that a team lost a football game because they supported Trump, you're nuts, okay? You are flat-out nuts. That And this person who had been tweeting before the trial against President Trump and against Roger Stone, even tweeted against President Trump and against Roger Stone during the trial. This is the same juror, by the way, who filled out a form saying that they had not tweeted anything about the or or posted anything on social media about the defendant. So I want to know why this person, who uh, who clearly, obviously, if that form that's been put out on on Twitter – If she did sign that form that she had never posted anything on social media about the defendant, then she perjured herself. And I want to know why she hasn't been prosecuted and charged with anything today. At the very least, Roger Stone's trial should be thrown out. It should be thrown out just because it's fruit of the poisonous tree because it comes about from the Mueller investigation. So then we've got A.G. Barr doing an ABC News interview. I want to understand A.G. Barr. I, I, I've had my questions about him and my doubts about him since the very beginning because I'm having a hard time. And I said this at the point in which he was nominated. I have a hard time understanding how this man, who was the former A.G., I think under, under 41, whose wife is best friends with Bob Mueller and in a, and in a Bible study group with Bob Mueller's wife, how he's going to be objective enough. And quite frankly, he did a great job of defending league, from a legal standpoint President Trump on the obstruction charges, but he gave Bob Mueller way too much benefit of the doubt. A.G. Barr, if you don't like President Trump tweeting and commenting on cases, then how is it any better for you to be going on ABC News? By no means an objective media outlet or an, even a news operation at this point, going there, And criticizing Trump for speaking publicly on a case. How does that make sense? He said something effective. It makes it impossible to do my job. Really? How does it make it impossible for you to do your job, A.G. Barr? I will say, before I go on to criticize Barr here, I will say that I don't like that President Trump. I I don't think it makes Barr's job impossible. I do think that there are instances in which President Trump needs to, you know, in corporate sales, we say there's times when you got to know when to dummy up. There's times when you can talk yourself out of a sale. There's times when you can, you can do damage to your sale. Um, it, it, so there's times when the first person who speaks loses. There's times when you have to be strategic and know when to keep your mouth shut. And I do think when it comes to uh, this, this kind of stuff, I, I do think it, Trump should pull back. But I don't think the way for him to be told to do it is by A.G. Barr going on ABC News and saying it makes it impossible to do my job. It does not make your job impossible, Bill Barr, if you are actually doing your job. And your job is to apply the law. Apply the law. If Roger Stone... Ooh, was, what was that? Was that a smackdown? What was that, child? I don't know what that was. But I like the sound effect of it. Because that's me, that's me doing, doing, you know, some kind of chop, wood chop on uh, A.G. Barr. Your job, A.G. Barr, is to apply the law. Apply it equally. Which means you should have never, ever given a pass. Part of the reason why Trump is tweeting right now is because you gave a pass, A.G. Barr, to Comey. And you let Comey walk around. 
after after committing the same crime that Roger Stone has been prosecuted for and be and being egregiously railroaded over. If you did your job, A.G. Barr, Andrew McCabe would be prosecuted. Jim Comey would be prosecuted. The investigations for Hillary Clinton would be reopened because she she committed how many felonies? Just in the course of deleting 33,000 pieces of government property under subpoena, she should have been prosecuted. You know what, A.G. Barr? You do your job, and President Trump won't have to tweet about how you're not doing your job. How about that? We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation on the other side. Uh, Trump also clapped back at John Kelly today. We got to talk about that. Uh, the House made a move today that has to do with the ERA. Who even remembers the ERA? I mean, this is like the silliest thing. Do you even know what the ERA is, child? It's in baseball. It's uh, stats for the <laughs> pitchers. Good answer, but I'm Tish. All right, stay tuned. We got more Andrea K. Show coming up, and feel free to chime in. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show, and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. The following is a paid political announcement. As a proud gay American, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but a Tea Party extremist, nothing could be further from the truth. I'm challenging both parties to get off divisive social agendas. Now Carl DeMille says he's a conservative, but his liberal record is clear. He even told the UT he opposes any restrictions on abortion. DeMille told the UT he supports federal programs, including $500 million of taxpayer funding for Planned Parenthood. Daryl Issa voted to defund Planned Parenthood and earned a 100% rating from the National Right to Life Committee. Daryl Issa has always been a reliable voice for the sanctity of life, said Marilyn Musgrave of the Susan B. Anthony List. He has never faltered in his support for pro life legislation. ISA strongly supported legislation to ban late-term abortions and helped pass the partial birth abortion ban. In Congress, Daryl ISA will continue to fight for the rights of the unborn. I'm Daryl ISA. You can always count on me to defend innocent life. I'm running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Daryl ISA for Congress. Qualified Home Loans saves you money and pays all your loan costs with five-star service and expertise. That's why you call us for your home loan. Mike, You recently had a client whose bank told them their debt-to-income was too high. You fixed that and closed it with the same bank. How were you able to do that? Expertise is often the difference. You don't go to the IRS for tax advice. Don't go to your bank for loan advice. So their loan made sense on paper. They had good credit, income, and a lower payment. They should qualify. I think it was just too confusing for the bank teller because they had Social Security rental income, and even a part-time job. We put their application together correctly and got it closed with the same bank at an even better rate. We're advocates for our clients, helping them understand and standing by them all the way through closing. Call Qualified Home Loans, 888-499-9502. 888-499-9502. You'll get five-star service and pay nothing in loan costs. 888-499-9502. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. 
We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 exciting days. Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on smart speakers and radio.com. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Valentine's Day Eve. Uh, DJ Carrots just got a question for you going into Valentine's Day tomorrow. Um... We had Jane Orient on our show when this coronavirus thing first first broke. And one of the things that struck you was her talking about how we aren't prepared. And these little masks that you get at CVS or whatever, they don't protect you from this virus. Okay. I'm still seeing people all over San Diego wearing these masks. You know, it's like, hey, if it makes y'all feel good, fine. But it ain't going to help you out any. How, how, how do you think it's going to affect Valentine's Day around San Diego tomorrow? Since we had cases of people want being let out of the hospital while they're sick. We got it. We got it happening here in San Diego. Um, are we going to see people giving each other the cheek or avoiding any lip contact on Valentine's Day? Fist bumps. A lot of fist bumps. <laughs> but no, seriously, I wouldn't be surprised if there's less people out at restaurants than normal. Yeah. Yeah, because today um, there's new reports coming out. The coronavirus test kits sent to states are flawed. Yeah. Yeah, DJ Carrot Sticks. Uh, but uh, but we're yeah we're so prepared as a country for a pandemic right well even if they're flawed with the 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 cdc test them once and then they give them false uh results back to ucsd or whatever it was so yeah, yeah. we uh, know firsthand here in it's san very diego scary and I, you know it i was is. talking to someone the other day about this and it just goes into the category of you can't trust the government or organizations right. with your own life uh, you get false information. They they don't want hysteria, so they give out wrong information. Um, you really have to take care of yourself. Well, and it's also a competency issue as well. This is another example. We've got a pandemic. How much money are we spending 
as a government with, you know, from Obamacare and um, now with the CDC, I mean, um, our hospitals, there's so much federal funding, so much money through the Medicaid programs that we've got out here. And we still money through grants in terms of research and development. And and we can't even get a proper test kit that's done. But now, but what do Democrats want? They want even more government involvement in our, in our healthcare and our medical system. Look, I grew up with socialized medicine in the military. It was a joke in my family that you go when you're sick and you got to wait for hours and hours and hours at the emergency room when you're sick as a dog and then they hustle you in there. You get either the purple liquid or the red liquid. I mean, there's no, and then you get sent home. Right. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, the VA system as well. You know, there's a competency issue. It's inefficient. All the money. It's it's kind of like the same criticism that you have. It's it's inefficient and unproductive. And it's partly it's kind of like nonprofit organizations where all the money goes to the to the executives and then hardly any of the money goes down to the people in need. That's that's kind of how it ends up working with socialism. That and you end up having more of the elites versus that the haves and the haves nots. And you know, on top of the fact that it eventually will bankrupt the country. And if you don't believe me, listen to who said back in 1987 that Medicare for all, government run socialized medicine would bankrupt the country. If we expanded Medicaid, everybody, right? Give everybody a Medicaid card. We would be spending such an astronomical sum of money that, you know, we would bankrupt the nation. Yeah, that was back when he talked normally. DJ Karis, what do you think about the fact that Bernie Sanders actually sounds kind of normal there compared to what he did before? Um, I'm going to go to the phones real quick. Looks like we've got listener Robert he, on the phone. He wants to comment on the March primaries. All right, Robert. Hi, Andrea. How are you? I'm good, thanks. What's on your mind, my good, friend? Good. Hey, I just wanted to uh, make people aware. I don't know. I'm. I don't think people realize that um, we have that proposition in California where there's only a top. The top two move on to the general primary. Yeah, the jungle primary, so, right? Right. So if you don't elect a Republican, then you're stuck with um, two Democrats. Yeah. So it's it's vital that we for at least one Republican to make the uh, general. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, you know, my friend and, and good friend of the Andrea K. Show, Tom DeBacaro, but for the jungle primary back when he was running to replace Barbara Boxer, he uh, it, it, it and he handily beat Kamala Harris in the debates. He was just a phenomenal candidate, but there were so many Republicans in the race at the time that they uh, it all ended up with two Democrats had, you know, it, it, with the jungle primary. The Republicans all split the vote in so many different ways that Tom ended up. He was the top Republican. He came in third, but other Republicans in the race siphoned off his his votes and we ended up with two Democrats, you know. And so, right. yeah. So um with all that being said, how do you propose that we solve that problem? Should we? Are you saying that we all need to get behind one candidate, and who should it be? I, well, I guess we got to make sure at least a Republican wins one of the two spots. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's what I'm saying. And um, and then the other thing I was going to say, I don't know if you guys realize, Proposition J that they have on the ballot uh, is to increase taxes for transportation and roads and all that. Now, is that the same proposition that proposes to do that by repealing um, part of Proposition 13 that it is, which is... Um, no, 13 different. 
Okay. 13 is listed different. And then, because uh, 13, I think, is listed as Proposition 13. And then Jay's uh, tax on to increase income for BART up here. And uh, I think Rose is involved in that again. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, so it's funny. It's you know, it's just tax after tax after tax after tax. That's yeah. all they're doing. Yeah, and you know what? I'm glad you brought up the propositions, Robert. And we'll have to wrap it here because we've got a Frank, uh, another caller on the line. But not enough people think about the propositions and study up on the propositions enough in advance. And the state of California does a really good job of wording them in such a confusing way to get an outcome that they want. And we saw this happen with Carl DeMaio's ta- uh, gas tax, the repeal mm-hmm. of the gas tax. The way they worded it made it seem, um, I can't remember how they did it, but they worded it in a way to get people that wanted to re- to repeal the gas repeal tax. It. Vote the other way. To vote the other yeah. way. And, and mm-hmm. it's one of the reasons why we didn't get to repeal the gas tax. That was supposed to pay for highway and all this kind of stuff. And then already that money's been stolen and, to, and sent to some somewhere else. So, exactly. yeah. So, Robert, thank you for okay. calling him. Okay. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. All right. So we're going to go to caller Frank. He wants to talk about AG Barr. All right, Frank, tell me what's on your mind, my friend. Well, it's the same thing that you've been talking about. When I think everyone's been taking their eye off Barr, and he has made no movement towards any conviction. Mm-hmm. And it's getting kind of scary about what he's doing right now. I agree. Now, um, the word is, is that um, Durham... That's his his other guy working with him on the investigations that there has been a grand jury impaled. So that gives me a little bit of hope because they don't typically get a grand jury going if they're not planning on uh, indictments. And as the old saying goes, you can a grand jury will indict a ham sandwich because the defense doesn't get to get kind of like what the Democrats did to Trump in the impeachment thing. He didn't get a chance to put on a defense. So that gives me a little bit of hope. Um, I think uh, my prediction is when we when from Barr is that what we've seen him do is give Comey a pass. I believe they're going to go after low hanging fruit to try to convince us that there's been accountability, um, but it's not really going to be enough. To be completely honest, right? You know, you know how they pert walk uh, people with frogmen in the pond, pulling them out of their house. Yeah, I, I, I don't see any of that happening from Barr, no. and that's what. We American people need to see happen to like Hillary and these people. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that and that's been part of my concern with Barr too. Some people are saying, "Well, no, we shouldn't do that." You know, we're conservatives, we're Republicans. You know, we just because the left does things wrong and improper like that doesn't mean we should we should do the same. We should rise. No, that's the mistake that we made. That's you. We have an enemy within Frank, and that is the Democrat Party that aims to use unelected bureaucrats in a deep state to control this country from behind the scenes, and. Um, um, and and when they can't do it behind the scenes, then they're going to do it openly through impeachment and people like Alexander Vindman. The deep state is very deep and it's very wide. I've said this many times. I disagree with Sean Hannity, who loves to say it was just a few people at the top. That's nonsense. It's really deep. And the only way that you can stop it, people must be held accountable and they must be destroyed. What the Republican Party, A.G. Barr, needs to be dragging people out of their home. He should have already dragged James Comey out of his home at 5 a.m. We also well, need think of the one American. Yeah, think of the one American. They were going to put him in Rikers. They put him in solitary confinement on a charge that, what was it, like five years ago that he had a little bit going on with the IRS. Yeah. He, he spent days in, in solitary confinement 
under duress because he's sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. What is that? Yeah, we need to be we need to be doing everything just like the Republicans. Next in next time there's a Democrat president, the Republicans need to impeach him immediately. Go for it. Exactly. We you know what what no what we've got today is Republicans signing on to some War Powers Act, including Mike Lee out of Utah and other Republicans to diminish Trump's ability to go to war. I mean, we just we have such a problem in this country with these Republicans that all they care about is keeping their own little base of power in their district and you know not doing anything really to to save this country going forward. And AG Barr if you know, I'm concerned, Frank, and then I got to leave it here. I'm concerned that if Barr doesn't, because he's Trump's pick, and President Trump is elected, I, Trump's going to be reelected. Don't get me wrong, but I do have a concern that it might be tighter than we it should be, because if people might lose hope if AG Barr doesn't start holding people accountable, I'm concerned about people losing hope, because if we don't start doing something to to route out and stop and put an end to this deep state, people might just just give up hope as to the future of America. And we don't want that to happen, Frank. I, I totally agree with you. And, uh, and I wish you, I, I wish you well. And I, I hope that Rush would let you come on and, and be on his show for the, for a day. It would be awesome. Oh, thank you. I would love that as well. You know, he's my, he's my media hero. There's nobody better than Rush. And, and I'm glad you brought him up because we all need to remember to keep him in our, in our, in our prayers and lift him up because he's just done so much for, for this country and for conservatism. And, and I thank you, Frank, for calling in and you have a great night. Bless you. All right, now we're going to take a tiny little break. We're going to come back with my buddy Brian Maloney. He's written another op-ed. We got it. Y'all need to stay tuned for this because um, Brian has an idea on how we can deal with the homeless problem, deal with immigration, deal with ICE. Great topic coming up. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Time to buy your dream home? Julie will find the perfect property that fits all your needs. Call Julie Jewels Real Estate. Julie sends you new home listings immediately so you can see them first and submit your offer right away. In this market, you need to be first. Hi, I'm Julie Jules, and I'm excited about helping you. I'll save you money by paying for your appraisal fee. Call me at 619-992-7113. Call Julie for your free appraisal, 619-992-7113. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules. This is Albert Mogler for townhall.com. The news coming out of Switzerland should have our attention, where 63% of voters decided to criminalize public homophobia. Now, what we're looking at is a species of hate speech legislation, a law criminalizing certain speech. In an intellectually dishonest move, the Swiss government authorities assured voters that even though this is a curtailment of the freedom of speech, it is not actually a curtailment of free speech. Yes, it's a contradictory argument, but it also points to the very heart of the problem with hate speech legislation. In fact, on the other side of this vast sexual and moral revolution, a traditional defense of biblical Christianity could well now be defined as a criminal act in Switzerland. Any exemptions we see will not last long because of the logic of this legislation, and that is to declare that anything short of the total public comprehensive embrace of the LGBTQ movement is a form of hatred. I'm Albert Moeller. ADF, fighting for those whose liberties are being violated. 
Please join Attorney King as he celebrates America's presidents throughout history. The third Monday in February originally celebrated the birthdays of George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Today we celebrate all commander-in-chiefs. Please join Attorney King on Monday, February 17th as he honors our United States presidents. Remember, if you ever need a personal injury lawyer, there's only one call. Attorney King, 619-333-3333. San Diego's accident and injury attorney, 619-333-3333. Attorney King is responsible for this ad. Red states versus blue, urban versus rural. As federal government keeps growing bigger, we the people are getting angrier when our side doesn't win. Are we at risk of becoming a nation permanently divided? In his latest book, Power to the States, How Federalism 2.0 Can Make America Governable Again, talk show host and author Bob Zadek explores factions and divisions that are inevitable and a solution that's been there in the Constitution all along. Power to the States features conversations with top scholars, statesmen, and a sitting state Supreme Court judge. Bob and his guests show how liberals and and conservatives are rediscovering the virtues of federalism where states become laboratories of democracy and citizens vote with their feet when they don't like what government is doing. Order your copy of Power to the States at BobZadek.com today. Z-A-D-E-K. A house divided can't stand, but healthy competition between the states can make America more prosperous than ever before. Power to the States, how federalism 2.0 can make America governable again. Available now at BobZadek.com. That's BobZadek.com. Hi, Saver. Walgreens here. We like the way you save. Take coffee. You know it doesn't have to cost $4 a cup, so you make your own. And co-pays on Medicare Part D. You save up to $5 and get 100 balance rewards points on each prescription when Walgreens is your preferred pharmacy. Save smartly on Med D. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Copay savings on Tier 1 generic drugs available through select plans that include Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. Points cannot be earned in Arkansas, New Jersey, or New York. Complete details at Walgreens.com slash balance. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. Over 95% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2019 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Glad to have you guys with me on Valentine's Day Eve. And uh, joining me now to talk about something that's, you know, more serious than chocolates and whether or not you've already got your card is my buddy Brian Maloney from Stop the Scalpings, the Media Equalizer, and he joined in Red Wave America. And he joins me now with a really important topic. Hey, Brian, welcome back to the show. Oh, hey, we can talk about chocolates, too, if you want, you know. Yeah. <laughs> now, are you ready? Are you are you ready to, to celebrate with your loved one tomorrow? You got all your gifts lined up? Uh, well, Well, we got a tip for you. Carrot sticks knows of somebody that uh, Xerox uh, Xerox copied last year's card. You can always, you know, see if you can dig it. Uh That sounds great. All right. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're nothing if we're not helpful here. All right. So uh, you've got an idea for the state of California, and it involves going after a one Mr. Gavin Newsom. Well, yeah, and what I'm trying to do is, you know, I mean, I feel really comfortable about Trump's reelection prospects, given the lunatics that are running and, and 
how I think the Democrats are imploding. So I think I feel good that we've got that covered. But I want to get us back to because we've got a really important year ahead of us. I want to get us back to getting, you know, the House back in Republican hands and and back into activism. And I think the illegal immigration issue is where we should start. So we're focusing more of our attention on trying to get everybody back on track because I think we're all getting a little too complacent. Mm -hmm. You know, we're happy over how things are going. But uh, on the other hand, there's a lot we got we've got to do. So the one we're diving into here is something that I'm finding that conservatives seem to be asleep at the switch on um, in a a lot of cases. And that is that, uh, you know, so Gavin Newsom had the private prison shutdown, as you may recall, by Mm -hmm. legislative act signed into Uh, And so these prisons are all scheduled to be shut down, uh, which taking, you know, thousands of jobs away, by the way, in these towns, these are the only good paying jobs there are. These, these towns don't have much of an economy otherwise. And the bottom line is ice came in through the Trump administration. So what Trump has been trying to do with ice is take over these prisons before they're shuttered and turn them into ice detention, uh, detention facilities for illegal uh, aliens. So, and that would preserve all the jobs. All those workers would keep their jobs and then they wouldn't have to, you know, have their homes foreclosed on and everything else, number one. But two, you know, these wouldn't become just shuttered, uh, you know. Uh, so, so what is going on is the left has been organizing against this for months uh, and they've been turning out people to these hearings in droves and we have been just asleep on this. We have been conservatives don't even I can't find conservatives who even know this is going on. So there are two towns in California, one of them. So where these prisons are, one of them is McFarland is a little bit north of Bakersfield. And the other one is Adelanto, which is in San Bernardino County. So, you know, I know it's a, a little bit outside your listening area, but I mean, in all likelihood, you've got listeners with ties to somewhere, in, you know, maybe you've got listeners that are, uh, you know, I don't know, have are from around Victorville or Bakersfield or oh, whatever. Yeah. 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 You must, you must. So I'm, so we need bodies at these hearings Tuesday night. It is in McFarland. Uh, it's highway 99, just North of Bakersfield. Uh, and then the other one is Adelanto, which is on us 395. And that's this um, coming Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. So McFarland is Tuesday. Uh, and Adelanto is Wednesday. The left is going to be there in droves, but we're organizing. We need pro-ICE people and anti-Newsom people there. So if, if we're able to get these votes to go our way, it's going to deal a real blow to Governor Newsom. He's going to be furious over this because he won't be able to stop it. So because essentially it's in the hands of, number one, the Trump administration, which has already made the deals with ICE uh, and, and, and the prison contractor. So that's, that side's already done by Trump. Uh, the other side are these councils, these, these two city councils. They are under extreme pressure from the ACLU and radical left-wing groups uh, who've been acting like they're running amok in, in, in Kern County. It's, it's unbelievable what they're doing. Uh, I'm going to be writing about some of the crazy tweets they've been putting out there. Um, and so if these city councils you know, can overcome that pressure and approve these deals, then ICE will be able to take over these prisons and they won't be shut down. So that would be devastating to Newsom. So this is why, this is why I'm scrambling because yeah. I feel like, you know, everyone on our side should be involved in this. And we, 
we didn't even know. So, well, yeah, and it's and it's uh, and it's and it's an uber important situ- issue because, um, oh, yeah, because this is where we could be housing the illegals, right? That's that's, well, that, that's yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we would. Yeah. So that's that's the thing about this is you know the the left has no idea. First of all, the left has no idea how to replace all these jobs. What kills me is. Do you know that people who work at these prisons, they make sixty to $70,000 a year, so on average. They're, most of them are themselves are Hispanic or African-American. That's mm-hmm. what's remarkable. They've yeah. been able to get mortgages, buy homes, raise families in these towns. There isn't even a Walmart to work at in the area around these places. And there's not much. You know, if these prisons are shut, these people are shut out economically, there, there's nowhere for them to go. And, there, and there's no reason to be closing these places down. It's just Newsom's edict, essentially. Okay, so, so I mean, this is but like, where perfect for us to work on. Okay, so the prisoners are not the pris- I I thought the original plan the prisoners are moving to the state-run system, right? So they're shutting these down. But you're yeah. saying just to make sure everybody understands, we we have a place to house the illegals. Because the excuse, yeah. for, and part the excuse is with the illegals and why the Democrats lie and say that Trump has kids in cages is because they want them released in, into the state. And then they never show back up again at any of the hearings. And then it's, well, now we've got 11 million undocumented here that we've got, which is now up to like 50 million. And so then that's how ultimately they end up getting the excuse. Well, they're already here. We got to, you know, bring them out of the shadows nonsense. Yeah. This is a way for us to yeah, house yeah. them, house them and keep people employed. I know that that's not we've got um, some Republicans here in San Diego running for Congress. That's not their districts, but it's certainly an issue I think that they should get behind. Have you contacted Carl DeMaio? Have you contacted Daryl Ice's office? Well, so our side got into this so late in the game that we are scrambling to get this thing going. And that's what I want to change in the future. I don't want us to be in this kind of position anymore. Right. I want us to be as early as the left. The left, the ACLU, if there's, they've got buses coming in next week full left-wing lunatics, you know, that are going to be roaring in. And I know it's, you know, maybe it isn't in their districts or quite in your listening area, but it's close. I mean, it's not, Adelanto's not that far. And, you know, the bottom line is it's all California. So that's, you know, that's, yeah, it's all California. And especially us from a border town here, we're a border town here in San Diego. We need to realize that that, that this is an opportunity for us to to, um, have some help here. Uh, from uh, to ease the oh, burden yeah. here. Well, yeah, and if these so so yes, you, when you said that the prisoners, yeah, so the current state prisoners are going to be transferred to the state prison system. These were private prisons, okay. Mm-hmm. So Gavin Newsom made private prisons illegal in California. So what happened was the Trump administration turned around and said, okay, fine, there won't be private state prisons anymore. But let's have ICE take them over. Mm-hmm. So that's what this is about. This so the about. fight right now is the left trying to stop ICE from taking them over. At the expense, by the way, if people didn't catch it, with minorities having jobs. Well, that's well, that's what's hilarious. You'll never get anyone on the left to admit that it would throw thousands of of you know people out of work, most of whom are Hispanic or African American. Not all of them, but most of them. So, I mean, that's what's incredible. These are middle class jobs, people living, you know, raising their children, uh, owning homes and being you know, extremely productive parts of society and will be left with nothing 
um, when these things shut down. And Newsom could care less. No, he, yeah. No, no, they're all about they're all about they've tossed all the minorities and, and minority Americans aside for illegals because it's about expanding their their dependency class and their power. Brian, how can people get more information? So definitely go to, you know, if, if your listeners aren't already part of FTS on Facebook, definitely join FTS. Also, I've been posting this stuff on Red Wave America. So our page on Facebook, Red Wave America on Twitter. I'm S scalpings. Uh, at S scalpings. I'm tweeting up a storm. So I'm just trying to scream bloody murder about this between now and next week. Well, I thank you for that because we started saying a while back on my show that it's not enough for us to just, uh, yeah, I come in here and I talk every night, but we got to get active. It's not enough for us to just complain. The, the, the left, it works hard all day, every day to push their agenda. They yeah. are organized. They are willing to get, put, put their boots out on the ground and work to they take are. us over from within. And we got to start getting active. And I thank you for what you're doing. We're, and we're going to keep screaming yeah. about this. And I'm going to see if I can try to thank get some you. people up there. I guarantee, I'm, I'm going to do my best. Well, thanks so much, Andrea. Right, I so Brian. appreciate your support. Well, thank you. Have a great night. And happy Valentine's Day. You too. Okay. All right, now uh, we're going to take our last break of the show. We come back. DJ Carrot says he thinks the ERA is some, I guess, some kind of baseball thing, but it's the Equal Rights Amendment. RBG started yammering about the Equal Rights Amendment. The House took a vote today because for some reason, I guess, uh, that they just decided that this is more important than the fact that we do have illegals taking over our country. We've got a coronavirus outbreak that they can't seem to get, you know, get a proper test done for. But no, let's let's take a vote on the ERA. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walters' book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Cappell here, serial entrepreneur. I started my first business in the basement of a factory over 30 years ago. We had no heat and no air conditioning. Instead of customers, our office visitors were rats, birds, flies, and snakes. Our office flooded often, and we used blankets as our office walls. We were broke and needed help. That's why I created Patriot Software, to help small business owners with simple payroll for 1 to 100 employees. And if you need help, we will help you for free. Go to PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. 
South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. The Answer San Diego Half-Price Tuition Program is expanding, and we're looking for private schools that would like to participate and receive free advertising on The Answer San Diego. Our Half-Price Program connects schools with families in the area by offering half-price tuition to new students for the first year. The school gets more students and can receive thousands in free advertising. Plus, families save money. If you're a school or a parent with a school in mind, call us, 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks end narrowly lower today, but it was a real roller coaster ride. No surprise either. After a three day record breaking run up and ahead of a three day President's Day Monday weekend. Well, the steep opening decline after another virus panic recovered only to sag back down at the bell. China had a big bulge in new cases. Well, now that reversed the recent trend, but it was confirmed by the World Health Organization that it was caused by a new technology that detects cases faster. So I guess it's a one-time, one-day deal. We'll know tomorrow. U.S. consumer prices up a tenth, two-tenths year-to-year. Tesla up 35. We'll sell $2 billion in new stock. Cisco and Kraft lower. They disappoint. And NVIDIA, after the bell, a double beat. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer News, politics, and current events It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego Oh, hardest working man in show business Yeah, yeah, yeah Alright, we're going to talk a little women here, right? Um, the ERA The Equal Rights Amendment for you folks who don't know any better, if you folks are still thinking baseball. So I guess the ERA, the Equal Rights Amendment, um, had a deadline coming up. It was introduced in the 20s and passed by Congress in 1972. And there was a deadline to ratify the measure as a constitutional exp- amendment that expired in 1982. So... Um, I guess the House voted today, just to give you a little bit of background, um, three-fourths of the United States, or 38 in to- or total, are required to amend the Constitution. I think 25 states or something voted for this. Uh, no, last month, Virginia became the 38th state to, to ratify the ERA. I- I'm not really sure. I can't really understand what the whole point of this is. Um, it's still, if it's supposed to take 38 states, they got 38, but then I guess some backed off. Um, you know, it, it, they're, they really don't seem to understand this ERA movement, ultimately what it's about, who it's supposed to help, in my opinion. I mean, I can't even get from Fox News a clear understanding of, of what the whole point of this was. First and foremost, um, because um, we all have equal rights under the law. I'm not aware of any law at any local, state, or federal level that uh, 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 
that a man has that I don't have. Or can you think of any law DJ carrot sticks that you have as a man that I don't have as a woman? Not right off the top of my head. No. We all can, have equal I rights. I can walk around without a shirt. Well, uh, okay. Well, you know, in a lot of places, women can too, you know, and, and okay, yeah, I guess. I guess okay, yeah. Uh, but you know what? Now that you mentioned that, that's actually a good point because the Independent Women's Forum put out a statement today, and they, they were talking about going along the lines of our buddy Ed, Ed, Ed Martin uh, works with the Phyllis Schlafly organization and how Phyllis Schlafly came out against it, saying that this is the kind of equal rights thing that hurts women ultimately because there are no laws that men have. There are no rights that men have under the law that, that women don't have. But we have as a country dif- recognized differences between the sexes. And there's a value to having those differences. It's why we had separate locker rooms for girls and boys in school. It's why we've got separate bathrooms for girls and boys in school. Because we realize is while there should be equal treatment under the law, there are differences between the sexes. And that's to be respected. And those, there should be boundaries there for that. But that's, the left doesn't want that. Equal rights, an equal right amendment for sexes at the same time that the Democrats are denying that there is such a thing as gender and that gender is fluid. And they've been pushing to have uh, men who call themselves, I identify as a woman, get to come in and use the restroom with girls. That, this, this is hurtful to women. Where's the rights for women to, to have their, their space respected? So, you know, um, some of the Republicans that argued against uh, reviving, giving an extension for the ERA to be ratified. Um, some of the Republicans said that that it was an end around and it was meant to, you know, help support the Democrats in furthering the lie that that late term abortion is a woman's right. Um, and and they're right there with that, because if the idea of the Equal Rights Amendment back in the 70s was supposed to be about women and men having equal rights under the law, uh, men don't men don't have a right to kill an unborn child. So that doesn't make sense. Um, so as, as I sit here brainstorming on this and talking this out loud, there's nothing about the ERA that makes sense to me as a woman. There's nothing that makes sense to me about it. We all have the same rights under the law. Um, they're saying that, that the Democrats are saying that this has to do with inequality uh, at work and pay. Um, that doesn't have, that have anything to do with rights under the law. We do not have... That's Marxism. We do not have a system in this country to where everybody is guaranteed to be paid the same as everybody else. And that doesn't have anything to do with gender either. If your idea is that you want everybody to be paid the same, then that's that's genderless. Well, you have to follow with the Democrats. You know, it's kind of like the saying, you know, you got to follow the money with them. You got to follow the votes. So you got to think if the population of the United States is more more women than men, them doing this ERA thing makes it look like, hey, we're championing for women once again. We're, we're the party for women. Well, but they're, they're not because it destroys the, it destroys everything about the feminist movement. This is why we've got these girls in Connecticut, these these track girls that are saying, you know what, I'm being denied. I've, I've dedicated my life to my to my sport and and training, and now I can't win a race because you clowns are having men compete against the girls. There's nothing about and and they're saying this ERA amendment is only going to make that even more possible for girls to have their have their rights infringed upon. So, you know, it, it, everything that the liberals pretend that they're about, caring just like we were talking about Brian Maloney about, they pretend they're the party of minorities, yet look at what they're doing. They're ready to destroy the lives of these workers in these prisons unnecessarily because for power, for votes. They're ready to throw girls under the bus 
under the false guise with this ERA amendment under the false guise of caring about women. It's ridiculous. It's insane. Oh, by the way, though, shifting gears, speaking of women. Hey, if you want the Equal Rights Amendment, how come we still have the Sports Illustrated for men? I guess that doesn't have anything to do with the ERA. We got the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, right? Yes, we do. Okay. Um, did you know that now that uh, its latest edition has finalists, one of which is a plus size model, one is a fifty six year old model, and one is a <laughs> is the fifty six year old wearing those one old swimsuits that go down to the ankle? No, she's wearing a bikini, and the, and the other finalist is a bald fitness trainer. <laughs> There's your ERA. They don't just want equal rights with men. They want old and bald and unattractive women to be in the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, baby. Hey, bald is beautiful. (laughs) See you tomorrow night. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 